You are listening to Jai Long and this is Make Your Break. Episode number 47. I've done a few episodes now around the subject money and I thought it would be a great idea to talk about it again because I know so many creative entrepreneurs right now are either making more money than they've ever made or not making as much money as they usually make. There's a few different reasons for that. Some reasons if you especially if you're an online business maybe you've pivoted your business right now and you've been able to captivate a large audience people are more so spending online and things like that so you've been able to actually grow your business or maybe you're an events company like in the wedding industry or any other events or you're a brick and mortar company and it's just really hard right now to be able to actually make an income and in fact maybe you're not making any income at all so let's look at our businesses as not just a make money now machine. Let's talk about the long term. So when I talk about the long term and with all my businesses, I always ask myself a few different questions and I want you to ask these same questions as well. And they can be hard hitting questions. They can be confronting, really hard to ask, especially in different industries, especially if you're in a trend driven industry or if you're in an events industry that takes a lot of wear and tear on your body, things like that. So these are the questions. Questions I ask myself. Will you be able to keep up the same amount of energy? I know as a wedding photographer, it can be really hard to be sustainable for years to come because you don't really see too many people in their 60s, you know, running around with cameras because it is really hard on the body. Will you be able to keep up with trends? This one's a big one, and I know a lot of people they do worry about keeping up with the trends, you know, every single year, every single, you know, maybe even every few years, there's new trends always and it's influenced by different people around the world and, you know, things change so quickly. So, you know, to combat this, can you make something a little bit more timeless or can you adapt really quickly? Will your income be sustainable? Are you going to be able to make enough money now and continue to make that same amount of money for years to come so you can support your business and your lifestyle as well? Can you afford to have your doors open right now during this pandemic? Can you actually afford to continue to run? And if you can't, what can you do to best serve your business? Maybe it's take on another job. Maybe it's freelancing for somebody else. Like, Don't be ashamed to do whatever it is whatever it takes to keep your business afloat. And last question, what can you do to make your business work for years to come? A lot of us, we have such a short foresight. We see six months ahead. We see the next wedding season ahead. We see, you know, the next orders or the next event, but we never really think about what about a year from now and two years and three years and four years. And I think those things are so important, especially with what we spend our money on, because what you spend your money on now makes a huge difference in the future. Not so much right now, but it compounds over time. And there's also opportunity cost. And I've talked about that before, but basically opportunity cost is what you could have spent on instead of what you did spend on and then the opportunity you lost. So the amount of money you lost for not signing up to a workshop and instead you bought a lens or something like that. That's just an example. But the opportunity cost, it's really, really important. So when I do ask these questions, I ask myself, you know, what can I do right now? Do I need to pivot my business? Can I hire people right now? Can I scale it up? 
do I have to scale it back? Can I not afford? Can I, do I have to cut, um, do I have to cut costs in my business? You know, there's so many questions like, can I expand or do I need to contract to keep it going with what the market's doing right now? For example, if I continue to shoot weddings for years to come in my wedding photography business, Free the Bird, I shoot 50 weddings a year. Can I sustainably do that for years and years and years? I wouldn't say I can. Do I need to hire someone so I don't burn out that can maybe answer emails? Maybe they can answer the calls. Maybe they can edit my photos, things like that. Because if I'm shooting 50 weddings a year, that's 50 weddings I need to edit. That is thousands of photos. That is a big workload. That is seven days a week work. So maybe I cannot sustain that for years and years and I need to do something now. Maybe I need to train someone up now. I need to look to hire someone. I need to expand my business. Maybe I need to add more value so I can put up my price or do something now. So in a year's time and two years time, I'm still going to be here. I'm still going to be sustainable. So before we dive in, I want to invite you to a free workshop on the 24th of August, 2020 called Styled Shoots to Boost Your Brand. It is for wedding photographers and wedding videographers specifically, and it will help you validate your idea, the whole planning process, and how to make the biggest impact when it comes to marketing with a styled shoot. So if you would like to join me, and it is live, so you can ask any questions, we can have a bit of a chat. I want you to secure your seat over at jialong.co forward slash styled shoot. So that is jialong.co forward slash styled shoot. I would love to see you over there. Um, if you do do styled shoots or maybe you don't do them and you'd love to do more of them, I'm going to go through the whole planning process, how to organize models, how to organize vendors, things to think about, even with contracts and stuff like that. So I think it's going to be so valuable and you're going to get so much from it. Okay, guys, we need to be serious about money. We need to be serious about what we spend our money on right now, especially if things are tight and you're trying to bunker down the hatches and you want to be sustainable for years to come. So making money is one thing, creating more income, creating more sales, more revenue, but also saving money and spending money on the right thing. So saving money and investing money. So there's three things we can do here. Create income, revenue, invest the revenue, and also save the revenue so we're sustainable for years to come. So for an example of something like this, spending money on the wrong thing. When someone tells me I shouldn't buy a coffee for $4 a day, I personally don't like that. I find so much joy in going for a walk in the morning, buying my morning coffee and you know taking my dog for a walk and I find so much joy in that and I think if I don't do that, I'm doing myself an injustice. I'm depriving myself of, you know, why do I work so hard if I can't afford a $4 coffee? So I don't believe in something like that. But right now, I'm finding it really hard to keep motivated with all my businesses because, you know, there's so many things flying towards me right now and I'm pivoting my businesses, you know, so much to make things work and it's a lot of work with not much return. So it can be really hard to just keep positive and and keep going forward without losing that momentum because you need to make sure you keep up with the momentum. Once you lose momentum in business, it is so hard to try and get it back. So right now, I'm spending money on um, a mentor, on a business coach, on mentoring, um, masterminds and online courses. And I'm doing those things because of two reasons. 
One is because it keeps me really accountable and it keeps me inspired. It's so good to have a community of people that know what they're doing and surrounding yourself with people that are just, you know, they got that attitude, they're going out there and they're kicking goals. So for me, spending money on that means I'm going to make more money. Does that make sense? It's so hard to keep up your own motivation, especially in times like now when, you know, you're not getting those rewards and not getting that instant gratification of booking more work and, and things like that. So, sometimes having a support network, it's it's worth its weight in paying for it. I mean, that's my opinion anyway. The other reason why I'm investing big in these things right now is because I'm a big believer on investing in yourself. It literally gives you the best returns. And right now, I have more time than I do work. I have more time than I do money. So, it makes so much sense for me right now just to buckle down and learn as much as I can so when things open up again, I'm in the best position And I'm empowered with the knowledge to make the best decisions. So, that for me is my priority. That's personally. And everyone has different things. The reason why I wanted to tell you that is because sometimes it's not what you think when someone says don't waste money and spend money on the right things. You need to spend money on what gives you motivation and what gives you joy. And, you know, whatever that is, like maybe it's going out for a couple of drinks on a Friday night, then you should do that. You shouldn't deprive yourself of that and be really strict and stress and say you need to be saving all the time. The more you allow yourself to play a little bit, rewarding yourself, the more you're going to show up every day and you're going to keep hustling hard. You're going to keep creating more income. I know for myself, to be able to buy that $4 coffee or to be able to sign up to a mastermind or something, it gives me motivation to make sure I'm making an extra $4 a day and I'm making an extra few thousand dollars, you know, a month so I can sign up to these type of things. So, that is me personally pivoting and asking those questions and seeing how I can make it work. Okay, so today's episode actually is around a few different questions. So, I'm kind of interviewing myself. What I did was I asked my mailing list. If you're not on my mailing list, you should get on there. It's really, it's actually really good. There's so much value on there. I'm always, I give out a weekly newsletter on tips and tricks and things you can do with your business. Um, And so, so, this week I actually asked everybody if they got any questions for what they're struggling with right now with money, with with their finances. And I've got a bunch of questions here and I'm going to read them out and I'm going to answer them now on the podcast instead of replying to each email. So, I think this is a really good way. There's so much value here. There's so many good questions and I think you're going to learn a little bit and also not just learn a little bit, but change your mindset a little bit around money. Okay, question number one comes from Alana. It can seem greedy if you want to earn more money. How do we overcome this mindset? This is, yeah, this is a serious mindset changer. This is a, I don't think this is an easy one to answer um, because everybody does have their own limiting beliefs around money itself. So, I guess for myself, I don't see it like that. I want to create more income for my business. I don't see that as greedy. I actually see that it's actually opposite. It means I can create more opportunities. I can pay my staff more. I can give more to charities. I can do so much more with the money than if I didn't have the money. I actually think it's selfish not making money and not creating opportunities. But that's a mindset shift for myself. And it took me a long time to get there. So, one thing 
as a creative entrepreneur and Alana, I think you are a wedding photographer. One thing is we believe sometimes that we don't deserve to have a normal wage like everybody else. A business owner, right? If you own a fashion label, for instance, then it's expected that you might make a million dollars a year and no one ever thinks twice. No one thinks that you're greedy. It's just a return of having that bigger risk. But as a wedding photographer or as a creative entrepreneur, we're expected to not even make a minimum wage and we feel bad if we make 100000 We feel terrible if we make 300000 400000 like as if we're ripping someone off. But it's not the case. If you're not creating enough money in your business to not only give yourself a good wage, but also profits, because you really do need the profit. It's simply a reward for the effort that you put in those, those seven days a week, those late nights, but also the risk that you put in. It's so much more risky to put yourself out there, you know, no strings and hustle hard to try and get yourself work, creating an experience that people love, investing into your, into your photography, into your craft, like all these things. It's, it's a big undertaking. And to think that you don't deserve to have a little bit of profit at the end of the year, I think that's just doing yourself an injustice. To overcome that, I do think you need to work on your mindset and you need to really start telling yourself like you, you deserve this. You work so hard for it. You're, you know, you're investing in courses. Maybe you went to study, you did some university, all those years that you spent with a camera in your hand or a paintbrush in your hand, or you spent on InDesign, like whatever it is, it all comes down into your fees, your industry knowledge, all the awards that you've won. Every time you've been featured somewhere, you know, all the work you've put into your social media channels, like you deserve to have a good wage and some profit as well. So don't feel bad around that. And that's what I'm going to say to everybody out there. Like seriously, please like don't feel bad to have a normal wage that everybody else has. You don't need to be a struggling artist. You definitely do not need to be a struggling artist. Okay. Question number two. It's from Jan. I struggle a bit with how much I should pay Okay, next question is from Jan. I struggle a bit with how much I should put away per session, dividing a percentage of what goes in the bills, savings, and making sure I pay myself accordingly. Okay, Jan, yes, I've got lots to say about this. I think you really need to make sure you've got a good spreadsheet. So I don't know if you use Excel or if you use um, Google Docs, but you need to be able to keep track of all your money. The money that you're making in, the money that you're spending, the money you got to put towards tax and other fees and the money that you're paying yourself a wage and then the profit on top. So one thing is if you can't keep track of those things, you can't optimize it. And if you're not optimizing and knowing exactly where your money is going, you can't make more of it. So anyone out there right now that has their business and they're not too sure how much money that they need each month to run their business, they're not too sure how much money they need per year, For myself, I know how much money I need to make per day to run my business and to be able to pay myself a wage and to be able to have some profit as well. So I really want you to work those numbers out and be honest as well. All the little things that you spend money on, every subscription, every course that you sign up to, every um, item that you buy, like every, you know, if you're even working at home, like 
what's the percentage of rent that your home office takes? Like all those little things. I want you to be completely honest and then see how much money do you actually need to make? How much money can you actually pay yourself a wage and how much can you put away? So another little tip here is I read a book um, a few years ago and it's called Profit First. If you are interested in this, I do highly recommend reading that book. And basically... And what it is, it's just like running your business like you would your savings account, your personal savings account. And basically, every shoot that you do, every, you know, whatever job that you do, um, you take a percent. And it could be something small. It could be just 1%. So, for myself, I like to put away, say, 10%. So, the way that you work it out is this week, if I made $1,000, could I still run my business if I took away 10%, could I still run my business on $900? Or if I made $10,000 this month, could I still run my business on $9,000 and put away that $1,000? The reason why we do this is what we do in our businesses is we spend every dollar we make. And you know this, you know at the end of the year when the accountant tells me, tells you how much profit you got, you just don't have any profit. So you know you know this is so true. If you've got a little bit of money in there, yes, you're going to sign up to that course. Yes, you're going to buy that new lens. Yes, you're going to buy that new Apple MacBook Pro. Yes, you're going to buy upgrade and buy the new iPhone. But if the money's not in front of you, if you put it away into another account, which I like to call the vault because I have you know no key card, no internet banking for it, money goes in there. And for me to get that money out, I have to actually physically go into a bank. If you've got something like that, then you're not going to spend that extra money and you're going to save that little bit more money and you're going to be a little bit more diligent with where you actually spend your money on a weekly basis. What we like to do is we love to impulse buy we love, you know, the next new shiny thing that's going to get us whatever it is. And we have the money in the bank sitting there ready. And so we spend money on things and we justify it with ourselves by saying we're investing. We are investing in a new lens. But is that an investment? Because I wouldn't see a lens as an investment personally. I see that as a liability. It's something to depreciate. I could possibly save that money and rent a lens or do something else, you know, or maybe I don't need five or six different lenses. Like, do I actually need that? When I'm saying a lens, by the way, if you're not a photographer, I'm talking about a part of a camera. (laughs) Um, It's probably pretty obvious, but yeah, I just realized I should clear that up. But yeah, I want you to really think about that and put away that little bit. Okay, question for Ashley. How to confidently price your services so you book more and keep track of your expenses. It is not that easy, Ashley, but what I do suggest you do is, and this is something I've never heard anyone in the creative industry talk about. I think you should A-B test your pricing. So if you have a price guide, for instance, if you're a service-based business like myself, I've got my wedding photography business. What I like to do is I A-B test my price guide. So what does that mean? So personally, I get probably one or two wedding inquiries a day. And for three months, I will send out two price guides. One's called the A price guide. So I'll send that out to 50% of the inquiries. And the other one's the B price guide. And I send that out to 50%, the other 50% of the inquiries. And then from there, I will see which one converts the best and why it converts. And I do that time and time again until I'm so confident with my own pricing that I know it's going to convert. I know it's going to work. And so if you're not doing something like that and you're just putting your prices out there and you're not too sure why... I think it's really important. 
It also comes back to what I was saying with Jen. You really got to know those numbers. Like understand the exact numbers of your running costs and everything everything like that. Because once you know your running costs, you know how much money you need to charge per session and how many sessions you need to book or how many whatever it is you sell, you need to book per year to give yourself a wage, cover your expenses and have yourself a nice bit of profit as well. Okay, next question is from someone that didn't want to say their name. How can you manage and run four different businesses and how can you decide when to spend money on hiring people versus doing the work yourself? Okay, so that's a two-part question. The first question is, I run four different businesses the same as I run one business. I just do it four times. So I think the more, if you're going to run a few different businesses, you just really need to be on top of all your metrics, how much you need to make in each business, how much um, profit you're going to be making, you know, you got to be able to forecast those things, how much of a wage can you pay yourself, um, how much do you need to hustle to book more work, like the more that you know all those numbers, the more you can optimize and you can literally work off percentage as well. For instance, I can work off a percentage of so many different things. How many inquiries I get, I can work off the percentage of how much I'm actually going to book. How many people get on my website, I can work out how many people are actually going to send an inquiry. So, it's so important. Everything comes down to, to knowing your numbers. Like, you really need to know your numbers. I wouldn't suggest running four businesses until you can run one really well and so well where you don't really need to do anything anymore. So with my wedding photography business, because that was the first one that I had at the moment, I was running that so well. I've got a bookkeeper. I've got someone that does my editing. Um, I I really do need to hire a VA, someone that can look after my emails. But like truth be told, I don't really do much work in that business. I shoot the weddings and I do some emails and that's pretty much it. So when I got to that stage, I realized I have about four days a week where I wasn't doing anything. So then I could replicate that same system again and start another business. And then I could do it again and start another business. And right now I'm starting a new business as we speak and I'm replicating everything that I've learned again. So what's interesting is, and a few people have told me this before with you know limiting beliefs saying, I can't teach what I do um, to wedding photographers in the US because it's a different market or in Europe because it's a different market. But with my six-figure business map, not only am I teaching people all around the world, but I actually use those same systems in all different industries. So right now I'm starting a fashion label. It's all just the same. I had a cafe. It's all just the same. Um, I had an electrical company. It's all just the same. I have a DJ company. It's all just the same. So once you learn the system... It's, you can just replicate and replicate and replicate. There's a few things you need to change. But once you know the core system of how business works, it literally, I mean, that's how people can scale up and have so many companies. How do you think Elon Musk has, you know, five different billion dollar companies? It's not because he's got more time than anyone else. It's because he's got the system and he can replicate it and he can hire those right people to make it all work. Okay, question from Daniel. How do you know you are ready to invest in yourself and sign up to a course? So, Daniel, I think only you will ever know that. You need to know your numbers so you know how much money you can actually spend. So, for myself, I told a few people I signed up to a course not too long ago and it was 10,000 USD. Um, And I could spend that because I knew my numbers. I knew how much money I was making that month and what I could do with that money. So, you need to be able to know what you can do. But the other thing is you need to know if you... Um, want to grow your business. So for for me, 
I spent that $10,000 and a lot of people would go out and buy a car or do something else. But I know that I could turn that $10,000 into $100,000. I just needed the systems that this person was teaching me. And that's a 10 times investment. And it's also an investment I can use across all my businesses and I can use time and time again. Because once I get that knowledge and the stuff that I need, I can continue to do that and continue to make money for years to come. Does that make sense? So it just depends on how hungry you are, how ambitious you are, and how much you quickly want to get something. Because everything that everyone teaches is always online for free. I can say that right now. Most of the stuff that I teach in all my businesses, it's my version, of course, but you probably could work it out online. But the problem is, it's going to take you years and years. It's going to take you seven years, just like it did for me. It's going to take you 10 years. And you might not get there as fast and you might not be able to make as big as impact unless you sign up to someone that's done it before and can show you the way. So that's actually what you're paying for. So I want you to think about your business right now. Like, are you, is your goal, you know, you're making 100000 right now and you'd like to make 200000 Okay, what's the quickest way to get there? How can you get that system? How can someone show you how they've done it before and then how can you replicate that system so then you can do it this year or you can, you know, double your income next year or the year after? So, for me, that's how I've always done it. I've always chose mentors that have made, you know, they're living the dream that I want to live. So I've chosen people that have made a million dollars in a year and have done it this way and have done it that way. And they've been able to show me exactly what they've done. And then it gets rid of all my limiting beliefs. And then I can replicate that stuff and it works. So when you're ready for that, that kind of stuff, I mean, by all means, but make sure you're not stretching yourself out and make sure you are ready. Only you know that you are ready because here's the thing about a course as well. It's not just going to get you results. When I sign up to a course, the reason why I sign up to it is because I know that I'm ambitious enough that I'll take it on and I'll actually do the work. I'm not just spending money and hoping for results. People like to do that. You see this all the time with gym memberships. People will buy a gym membership and then they feel like they're doing enough, but they won't actually go in and do the work. So an online course is just like a gym membership. You know, lots of people can sign up, but Unless you are ready to do the work, I wouldn't suggest you should invest in an online course. Only when you're going to actually show up, do the work, and you believe in yourself that you are motivated enough to get the return, not only the money back from the course, but you're going to be able to 10 times that investment, then I think you, should, then I think you are actually ready. Okay, that's actually all I've got time for today. I just want to give a big shout out to everyone that's been leaving me reviews on the podcast um i really seriously appreciate it it is so nice you know i put so much work into this podcast and it's so nice to see that there's so many listeners um see so many people appreciate what i'm putting out there and you know i appreciate you guys for listening for sharing for leaving reviews all that kind of stuff and i also love getting all your emails back you know telling me how something's you know helped your business it's changed changed your outlook it's changed your mindset it's helped you when you're in a dark place it's helped you when you needed it most with your business all that kind of stuff like seriously my heart is so full i'm so thankful i'm so thankful for this community so i'm sending my love to everyone especially everyone now that is struggling and make sure you're not struggling in silence make sure you reach out to someone you reach out to help everyone's here to help if you need anything from me just write me a dm on instagram i'm always here to help um 
and I would love to hear from you. So again, guys, I'll see you next week. If you've got any questions, just reach into my DMs and I'll talk to you soon. Spread the love and create opportunities for the people around you. Make Your Break is brought to you by Jai Long and produced at our in-house studio, Free the Bird Productions. We love creating opportunities for you and hope you'll share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. For more information on this podcast, our online courses, products, workshops, or just want to say hi, we're here for you at jailong.co.